All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where I help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter, at Sports Gal Pal, and of course, on SportsGalPal.com. And ladies and gentlemen of Gal Pal Nation, I got to tell you, my guest today, we have um, been kind of hit or miss trying to get him on the show. He's very busy. It's a very busy time of year for him. But he is one of those fantasy football gurus you just can't help but listen to. He's got great advice, a great show, and you can listen to him. He's live in Detroit, but he's all over the internet because he just is awesome that way. But it's Dennis Farrell, and he's from Detroit Sports 105.1. And Dennis, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And the only reason why we're hit or miss is just playing hard to get. <laughs> no, you're busy. This is a super busy time for you. I mean, you know, fantasy football, like it's, we're in the thick of it. We are so in the thick of it right now. Um, you know, I'm dealing with issues like Keenan Allen lacerations and like the entire Cardinals have forgotten that Larry Fitzgerald exists. Um, so we're going to talk about that and you're going to get me through it because I'm, I'm a little stressed out the fantasy football owner. It's very stressful, Dennis. Very, very stressful. Uh, as one of my promos on Detroit Sports 105 would have me say, I am your fantasy football security blanket. Oh, that sounds so comforting and, and cuddly. I'm super excited. So I like to start all of my interviews with the same question. How did you get into sports? Uh, sports, I think it was by birth. You know, the second I came out of the canal, I was given a Red Sox hat. It's the easiest way to put it. I was given a Red Sox hat, uh, pom-poms, and, you know, I was told if I cheered for the rank. I think it was like seven years old, I was told if I cheered for the Yankees, I would be kicked out of my parents' house. And uh, my dad's from St. Louis. My mom's from Boston. And uh, that's kind of how that started. So he, he's from St. Louis, but is he a Red Sox fan or is he a Cardinals fan? He's a Cardinals fan. Uh, but your mom took hold. My mom took hold. I was born in Boston, and I kind of feel like, you know, with my daughter born in Detroit, I have to raise her as a Tigers fan opposed as a Red Sox fan where I would love to have her. But I think you got to be born a fan of where you come from. Yeah, no, that doesn't fly for me. So uh, because otherwise I'd be a Redskin fan, and that's miserable. That That's, that's a terrible idea, Dennis. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Do you blame me? Come on. Absolutely not. Not at all. No, absolutely not. No one should like them at all. No, just so many problems. But it's wait, funny. Wait, 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 wait. Let's let's back this up <laughs> on this. Do we not like them because of the name Redskins or just because of who they are? Um, I don't like them because, one, they're a rival of my favorite football team, NFL football team, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Two, the racist thing. They are racist. It's a stupid name. Change to Warriors and be done with it already. Dan Snyder. And Dan Snyder's a moron. So it's fun to watch. It's like the best reality show. You know, I miss Vinny being part of his double team act and seeing what kind of – it was like he was playing fantasy football. Like, let's get all of my favorite players I loved as, like, a kid and, like, bring them onto the Redskins. And even the coach for a while because they had Joe Gibbs for a while hoping that that would bring some magic. Magic, and it didn't. So it's just, it's always fun to see what, what they're doing. I really shouldn't talk too much smack about them though this year because Philadelphia is not exactly, actually the whole NFC East is just like imploding and really you shouldn't like anything about them. Um, as evidence of just yesterday when literally every team played lost. Um, so yeah. 
But isn't the Eagles racist against birds, and therefore, being a bird lover, you should not like the Eagles? Uh, no, because the Eagle is the symbol of our country. Um, so, no, fly, Eagles, fly all day long. Plus, Brian Westbrook. Do I need to say more? He's fantastic. He's, he's dreamy. I he, won't even lie to you. Oh, my God. I, when I think of fantasy football teams past, I, I lay there with both my hands under my chin, propping up my face, you know, in that cute way with my legs crossed, you know, <laughs> on the bed, and I think, Oh, Brian Westbrook, sigh. Exactly. I miss him very much. And I, I wish, because I, I just I just want him to talk to Chip Kelly and DeMarco Murray and fix them. Just fix them really hard. But yeah, I think it's interesting that your mom led the charge. So I've done that in my own my own children. I feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for them now because UVA basketball's in town and that's always fantastic. But this football season has been miserable. I mean miserable. And I have season tickets to UVA football and it's been miserable, Dennis. So sometimes, you know, as parents, I think it's our job to train our children in the sports fandom we want them to. But that comes with consequences and you have to deal with the emotional like you know, needs of your child. But yeah, they sing um, Fly Eagles Fly. They, they sing good old song for UVA. And then because I'm agnostic with like basketball and baseball, I'm going to lead them to their own choices for that. That makes sense. Uh, me personally, I don't like my kids, so I want to raise her on the Tigers in the Lions and watch her live and suffer a miserable f- sports life. That's terrible. That's not no, true. Great. That's great. <laughs> you know, one day we'll be sitting there I'll be on the couch smoking a cigar well outside probably and then she'll come up and be like dad why did you raise me as a Lions fan and I'll be like remember that one time I told you to clean your room and <laughs> said, no that's why that's terrible. Oh, my God. That's, I, I'm concerned about, you know, again, future grandchildren. I need to keep this because I'm a second-year UVA grad. So it's, it's part of that. It's, it's just making sure. that but You're we, still way far away from grandchildren. I am. Thank you. <laughs> this is very true. This is very true. Yeah, because, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast if we start talking about that. So, yeah, and I love your kind of sports story. So you are paid money to give fantasy football advice that people ask me for free. Like I'm in my spin class and they, I joined the spin class after they started the fantasy league and none of them have played fantasy football before. So I had to explain like PPR and all that stuff and what that meant. And I'm like, really? You guys, why are you even doing this? So listening to their trades and someone was like, should I trade like Russell Wilson for like, you know, a bunch of other people? I'm like, yes, do it now. And then they didn't because they're like, but I like him. He's so nice. I'm like, okay, I can't help you. Like, do you get those kind of questions? Like those stupid questions you just want to slap someone and go stop it. You you know what? Uh, Truth be told, I'm just thankful people come to me for advice. In, In all honesty, and this isn't like... Uh, being the cool, humble Dennis Farrell out there, you know, I there's people don't realize when there's the regular person that you see walking down the street, and then when you put a mic in front of them, uh, people have to be a little more yeah animated. They have to create a, a personality because you can throw a rock and hit a guy with fantasy football advice, but it's hard to find someone who's entertaining. So y- you you kind of have to dress yourself up and be egotistical and be cool, you know. And do the song and dance, but truthfully, deep down inside, I, I'm really shocked and thankful every Sunday morning or or Wednesday or Thursday night to do my show that anybody would just call and ask me for advice. It's it, it, it's humbling. It blows my mind, and I really do take it personal personally if I give wrong advice or you know so I just say something that didn't pan out that way. It it it, it bugs me because I want to be the best out there, and I it's weird. Uh, you know, uh, deep down, I'm just, I'm shocked people listen to me, honestly. 
No, I listen. Um, you, I've seen a couple of your periscopes and your little cr- your your crew is is very funny. And you've had me on your show, which was I was so shocked. I'm like, he doesn't know me from Adam. So, you know, you I guess you saw some of my tweets about some of my craziness because I tweet a lot. Um, I'm a great Twitter follower, Gal Paw Nation. You know this um, because I'm usually bemoaning something Mike London has done. Like, yeah, like 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 um this past Saturday when we we were playing Louisville, um Louisville's lineup of victory formation and Mike London called a timeout. I'm like, really? Really? That's just an asshole thing to do. Why are you doing that, Mike London? Why, why, why? That's the kind of stuff I like to uh, do on Twitter. But so you messaged me and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, sweet. I can get Dennis Farrell on my show. And he's like, well, you can come on my show. And I was like, shut up. And he did. He had me live on the air. And what you didn't know, because it was the day after um, Halloween, I was very hungover. Um, we had had a Halloween party the night before. I was Alice from Alice in Wonderland, if you care to know. Wait, wait. Or, or were you Alice or like the sexy, slutty version of Alice that everybody seems to do on Halloween? Halloween on uh, everything like I'm a slutty ghostbuster or somehow like I'm a slutty zombie or <laughs> you know, I'm a slutty baseball player or like I'm I'm a I'm a slutty member of friends that hit TV shows <laughs> in the 90s which one Chandler I'm a slutty Chandler <laughs> Was it the regular or slutty version? I was regular, Alice, because we had the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts over. But slutty one... Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, right? <laughs> no, they were the little kids. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, once, they, once they left, though, the the, the shot started. So, because uh, I had you're, my... You're cutting off the, like, six inches off your dress. You're like, I'm going slutty for you guys. <laughs> No, I think we watched the end of, of some football game. Or, no, the um, World Series is on. So, we were watching that. Series. Yeah, world, the slutty World Series. <laughs> it was kind of a slutty World Series, if you I think know. about it. A scoring. <laughs> Someone made it to third base that night. <laughs> so, but you didn't know, I was hungover. I was completely nervous, like terrified. So I was texting some of my friends going, oh my God, I'm going to be on the show. They're like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. And so you get me on there, and I knew what we were going to be talking about, which was the Eagles, um, you know, what to do with, with Eagle players in fantasy. And then you stumped me, like the last like question, because you do this whole, what is it, buy, trade, sell. And I was like, oh my God, I have to like sound like an intelligent person. I think I covered it okay. How'd I do? You you did great. And, and here's the thing. As shocked as you were that I invited you on, I like to do this because, in all honesty, when I started out, there were a lot of people that had no business talking to me that gave me the time or day, and it's my way of trying to give back. It just When I see people that are working hard or have skill or just just deserve to have that extra little break to add to their resume, I try to do what I can to give back. It, it, it sounds a little bit corny, but it's true. You know, There are a lot of people name-dropping here. And I'm not doing it to be douchebag Dennis here, but there are a lot of people that have no business talking to, like AJ Hawk, for whatever the reason, is a friend of mine. The guys from Super Trooper and Bear Fest, whatever the reason is, I'll be laying in bed at at, at 2 a.m. and one of them will text me asking me for fantasy football advice. Anytime, and and this has been years now, and guys from HBO's Veep, when whatever it is or whoever I know, whenever they text me, it's so just. Makes me stop and go. Holy cow! You know these guys are talking to me, and they have no business to. So I, I hope to be that stepping stone for somebody else. So five years down the line, say, I probably wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for Dennis Farrell giving me a chance to be on this radio show, or or him giving me an email address of X, Y, and Z. So I want to be that guy because I had those guys help me. What's the biggest surprise for you in, in all this? So you, how did you even get to be where you are? Like, I mean, did you, did you always want to be in broadcasting or was it something you kind of stumbled into? 
something I stumbled into. Uh, you know, I I don't want to make it sound like my life sucks. By any means, it doesn't. But uh, you hit a, a a certain period in your life where it, it seems like it's one of those collage TV shows. You get up, you leave at 9 at 7 p.m., you know, you have the same coffee, the same one. My life was kind of at that period, and I said, "You know what? I want to do something different. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go into podcasting." And I went out and I did everything stupid. I went out and bought all the most expensive things. I, I had no clue what I was doing. Like the most, I I didn't know. You know, the mics and the setups and the computers. I bought a boom mic and thought it's like the stuff you see in radio stations. That said, "Boom! I'm there. I got the boom mic." So, you know, I just went out and bought the whole kit and caboodle and then kind of learned how to do it. So you started just, just podcasting about fantasy football, baseball, because you do both. You, you know what? I'll be honest with you. And this, you're the only person that knows this, okay? Well, besides my listeners now. It, now they'll know this. It not, and they'll never find this, by the way. It's long gone disappeared. I, I wanted to be a, a comedy podcast guy. I wanted to have a funny haha podcast when I first got started. Fantasy football might have been choice B, C, and D. Uh, I wanted to have a, a podcast that people would listen to and laugh all day long. And somehow along the way, I realized I might not be that funny. But I know about fantasy sports, so I went that way. I think you're pretty funny. Uh, thank you very much. I'm going to try to bring the funny a little bit better here in the second half of this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I get in trouble sometimes with with the with the boss, the powers that be, when I laugh too much. But you know, I find that these interviews go a lot better when my guests, particularly my male guests, because you know it's like this girl. She's sitting in her walk-in closet. She's asking them to reveal all the stuff about their sports fandom. You know, and now because you're in Detroit, you're so far away from your home base in New England, and you're dealing with. I don't know about you, but. It's it seems like right now, other than like Michigan and Michigan State, um, you know, professional sports for Detroit, it doesn't seem like a very happy place, Dennis. It's not. I won't lie to you. Uh, you know, I've been here. And here's here's the thing. I sound like a gypsy or a nomad or I'm wanted by the police, but I was born in Boston. I went to high school in Georgia. Uh, you know, my heart truly lies in St. Louis. That's kind of where all my family is and most of my friends and the life that I built and, and I miss. I end up here in Detroit and probably running from the police or a bad drug deal. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm in Detroit now. Been here since 2004. And Detroit sports has a small place in my heart now. I find myself rooting for Detroit teams, except for Michigan and Michigan State. They they can go do their own thing. I don't care. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's pretty dismal here. But, you know, the one thing I've noticed about these fans is they still love their team. Win, lose, or draw. You know, they complain about them. They're almost like that, you know, Auntie Edith or something that comes to all your Christmas and Thanksgiving parties that gets a little too drunk. And you go, all right, who took the nice, you know, forks? And so (laughs) that's kind of Detroit sports fans. I think actually you being a New England fan prepared you for this because a lot of people forget um, before this century other than the Celtics, <laughs> you guys really didn't have much. I mean, like, New England Patriots weren't even thought of. Like, in the in 1990s, people forgot that you guys had a football team. Let's be perfectly honest. And then the Red Sox, I mean, we all know about that. And then 2000, what was it, four? That's when everything changed. So I almost wonder if that prepared you for handling the emotions of the Detroit sports fan. Because you're like, I've been there, buddy. I know. I- I've been there through the valley of no wins and no championships and obnoxious Yankee fans being ridiculous. 
Good thing I didn't let that go to my head as a champion now, huh? <laughs> you yeah, know, you're New- not one of those. No, uh, New England sports fans, we're very grounded now. But uh, it's got, look, I like to think that we're like Raiders fans now. Everybody hates us, and we're, and we're enjoying it. People call us massholes and stuff like that, and yeah, I get it. You know, we're toolboxes as fans. I, I understand, guys, but I try not to be that guy. Yeah, I don't think you are. I've listened to you. You're not. Um, there's some other certain people that are part of the Galpa universe, um, Pod Vader. Um, I'm only being mean to Pod Vader because he beat me this week in fantasy football, and I'm not happy at all. Because Something about that league? Yeah, sure. I cannot log into it, and whenever I do, I can't find it. So a lot of people are like, you're a quitter. I'm like, I don't know how to get into it, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> were you not part of the crazy live draft? Were you not on that? Po- no, you weren't. You were recording Seth, that night. Sad, no, yeah, sadly I was, and it was, uh, it, you know what, it was fun, but the most painful thing I've ever had to do. <laughs> it was, it was painful just because, like, uh, you know what pissed me off about the whole thing? I love, let me say this, I love Jay Soderbergh, yeah, I think he's fantastic, I love him, but he made the comment to me, to me specifically, he goes, Ramona, have you ever played fantasy football before? And I'm like, I could punch you in the face, Jay, seriously, seriously, of course I have. I didn't know, I just make it sure. No. But I'm like, that's ridiculous. Whereas Matt Chatham, you know, granted he has like, you know, a zillion Super Bowl rings and is, a you know, huge. You know, I wouldn't want to take him on any day of the week. Um, but, you know, I'm like, he's the rookie. Go pick on him. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing, you know. Is no. he in the league? He is in the league, yes. I can tell you. I, you know, I was part of it. I drafted the team. I don't even know if my team's good because I went back. I, I, I'm not going to – we're not going to name the site, but – that is the worst site I've ever had to try to maneuver through to play fantasy sports. It's it's like an enigma wrapped inside a question that you don't even know the password to. It is it's it I would rather take a serving spoon and dig my eyes out through oh, that again. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, Dennis, tell you how you really feel. But if you're not part of it, then then how could we I'm really upset I didn't get to face you. Like basically when you played, it was like a bye week for me. So I got to relax and chill out and go, okay. <laughs> It's a bye week. That's what most of my fantasy teams have been this season. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you dealing with that too? It just seems like a weird fantasy season. Well, it's just a weird NFL season just because I feel like, you know, it's just been bad football. It has been terrible football for the most part. The officiating has been bad. We saw that this past weekend. Um, well, actually, I don't know. I went to your side for your team. Um, not that I should be happy that the Giants lose, but really, I don't like either one, either team. So could both teams lose? I don't know. They could Actually, technically they did because Edelman's out for a while, so that can hurt you. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I'm going to go back and cry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one of those nice people that, you know, people say, oh, she's a girl. Like, she's nice. No, I'm really mean. Like, I'm super, super mean. Like, no. When it comes to, like, teams I don't like, and, and I, lo- I, I like to embrace the misery. I do. You, you're, you're, like, one step away from going, man, I hope Tom Brady gets herpes. Well... I wouldn't go that far because I don't really want to know if he has herpes or not because that's a little personal. I don't I don't find him very attractive. Oh, well, I'll take back my Tom Brady comparison earlier. <laughs> behind no. the, he's behind the baseball. I won't say much, but there was a conversation with Bill Check and Brady. We won't go any farther. And I compared myself to Tom Brady, and now I know that was a no-no. Plus, and- he compared me to Bill Belichick. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Why do I have to be what? Bill Belichick? Hey. You know what? There are a lot of you know New England Patriot fans that would that would thinks he's sexy right now. 
Well, his mind is very sexy. His football mind is like incredibly like I would I would can we trade? You want Chip Kelly? Take Chip Kelly. I will give you Chip Kelly and DeMarco Murray. You can have both of them if I get a Belichick. That's a fair deal. Absolutely not. <laughs> Come on, Dennis. I thought you liked me. Nope. You don't like me that much. I think you're a very nice person, uh, an amazing personality, but uh no. No. That, no deal. No nope. deal. Well, let's nope. talk about that because right now with fantasy football, you know, a lot of people, the waiver wires are picked clean. There's nothing good on the waivers anymore, correct? No, nah, depends. I think there are a couple of hidden gems out there. You're you're probably rushing out there to get that Matt Jones kid from Washington. Danny Amendola might still be out there now that uh, Edelman's gone. I don't, I, you know, Brandon LaFell's probably gone. I don't like Dobson. I don't think you'll see much out of him from New England. Uh, you know, Langford. Look, this 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 Langford kid from Chicago. Don't he? If you have him on your team, who has had two great back to back weeks, it's time to trade him. Uh, I'm t- I'm telling people now. Once Matt Forte comes back, this guy just kind of disappears back into the oblivion. Hey, people are so desperate for running backs. You could get a very quality running back back in return. I agree. It just seems like this the year of injury. It's the year of just. It- just things we weren't expecting, like Devontae Freeman out of Atlanta. My God, who the heck would have thought him, you know, for the most part, like Keenan Allen before he was hurt. Like I had in that blog talk radio league, um, I was able to pick up like what ninth round Keenan Allen pod Vader made fun of me with that. Then I made, I picked up Larry Fitzgerald 10th round. He didn't make fun of me for that one. And then he also did not like that. I picked Brandon Marshall cause he's a jet and all three of those guys for the most part, except for the last couple of weeks. Cause again, um, Keenan Allen's hurt, and then Larry Fitzgerald has been forgotten, and Brandon Marshall's now hurt. It's just painful, like all my good running backs. But for a while there, I was like fantastic, and then like one or two injuries, and you're like, boom, it, the season's over. It just it's annoying. So what do you do? Well, you know, I guess there's always next season. <laughs> Here's the weird thing that I, I've noticed in a lot of leagues: if you're sitting in your fantasy football team with three wins. You still have a chance for that last playoff spot. I tell people all the time, you don't have to finish first in your division or finish first in your league. You just have to snag that last playoff spot. And there's three weeks left. You could. There are teams there. There are a couple of leagues where I'm going to finish under 500, and there's a great chance I could steal that last playoff spot. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. Just keep playing. Don't don't abandon the teams just yet. Don't throw in the towel. Don't start doing this thing where you get rid of all your great players. That's ridiculous. I hate it when players do that. And I'm one of those in the league. I'm like, no, deny, 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 because that's a bunch of crap. Don't be that person. Um, but, yeah, I, I still think there's a plenty of football left if you're just smart and start trading some of these guys for value. Particularly, I feel like if you're in any keeper leagues, this is the time now to start looking at If you know that you're probably not going to make playoffs, start planning and at least get some good players for keeper maybe that that's always what i do because i do have one league that i'm just it's been bad dennis it's been real bad oh that sucks i know i just want to like curl up like in a little ball and get held and go it's gonna be okay and this is the league where i'm actually friends in real life with these people so i have to see them regularly and it's not going to be enjoyable um because i think this is the year we create the medal of shame and i might have to wear the medal of shame i'm not looking forward to this at all the medal of shame. That that sounds funny. And look, if there's one person that should probably have it the first year, it could be you. You could put your touch on it. The the very first medal of shame honoree. I should make it bright pink because most of the guys and glitter. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Maybe embrace this medal of shame thing. Oh my gosh. Yes, Dennis, you're like the 
smartest person out there. Yes, because glitter is the herpes of the craft world, and it will get everywhere. Yes. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. Have you never heard about a glitter bomb? Have you never heard about that? There was a company. It was like last year, and you could send to your mortal enemies something called a glitter bomb, which is basically an envelope full of glitter. So when when the person opened the envelope, glitter went everywhere. Oh man, that sounds like a stripper I knew. <laughs> no, seriously, and you could do this. So like, it's perfect for like your evil like fan. You know, again, I should send one to Pod Vader for beating me this week. Oh, Pod Vader, Pod Vader. It's okay, I'll get over it. So I had a question for you because um, I'm looking at your Twitter um, picture right now. You and your vest, and you're at the Hall of Fame. What's up with uh, the cha- What's up with the championship belt? You like that? I do. It's super. There, it's awesome. There's a. I'll I'll, I'll get you one. How about that? Oh, my. Do I deserve one? Maybe. <laughs> no, uh, there's a great company out there called uh, Fantasy Pros. No, no, that's not it. It's uh, what's where are they called? Fantasyjocks.com. You can go out. I, this is not an advertisement, but like I also have like this wine color blazer that's one size too small. So it makes me look like a like, you know, I have to suck it in to button it up. You know, the fantasy football championship belt, like the golf green jacket ones, it's wine color. I have one of those. But, you know, they've always been a great advertiser of the show. Uh, you know, they send me these belts, and there's a couple leagues that we give these belts out regularly to, and, and they're phenomenal. I, I I love it. It's I'm a wrestling nerd also. I'm not afraid to admit it, uh, you know. I could easily just lay in bed and watch Monday Night Football and wrestling, and I'm in hog heaven. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I Back in the early 2000s when I was dating my now husband, he was really into wrestling. I got him out of that. Um, but I do remember going to a couple of the matches and seeing like Brock Lesnar and um, The Rock. That was always entertaining. And, yeah, you know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. When we get together, you'll, you won't break me of that habit. <laughs> No, I mean, I didn't. I didn't purposely try to. It's just other things. You were, you were maniacal. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get him out of this. No, I, cannot I willingly went. Before. I willingly went. I mean, people know my sports story is. I became a really big sports fan. I mean, I was always a like a sports fan for my teams, but I became a general sports fan really to connect. So we have something to do together, and it's been great the last couple of years, particularly as UVA basketball. Um, you know, has been doing so well that I'm like, I'm like, hey, honey, look, on Saturday, we're not going to do anything. I'm going to make chicken wings and we're going to watch all the basketball. And he's just like, okay, I know that sounds awful, Dennis. I'm the worst wife ever, but that's really what happens. It's like, no, we must watch all, or like, I'll plan vacations around what baseball game can we see or what tournament can we go to? Like, that's what I do because I love live sporting events. I think they're the coolest things to go watch. Um, and there's nothing cooler than you should, you should go to a WWE event at least once because. Because nobody does that better. Just the introductions are fantastic. And it's loud. And there's like, you know, again, pyrotechnics and, and half-naked people. And they're all running around each other. It's very entertaining. It's just not something I want to watch regularly. No, 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 no. I, I get it. And it's nothing I, I normally admit. Like, my friends do not know I like wrestling. I would never tell anybody that. Uh, you know, my wife reluctantly puts up with it. Although, you know, I'm probably spending more nights on the couch watching that than in the bed with her because it's, it's like ice cold when wrestling comes on in my room. It's great. 
Well, I mean, if it's your thing, it's your thing. I mean, I remember, and it's, again, like I said, it's super, super entertaining, and it's getting better now. Um, I was watching it a couple of months ago. I was getting ready for um, a SummerSlam preview with the guys from Ring Rust Radio, and I was watching, and they have this whole slew of new girl wrestlers, which are fantastic because they actually look like they're actually wrestling, and they're not just there to be lawn ornaments, which I enjoy because I'm like, if you're going to put girls in the ring, put them in the ring. Like, like get them to wrestle. You don't. You, you Listen. I like watching. Okay, uh, half naked girls never a bad thing. I'll <laughs> say that now. But when it comes to watching what they do, I thoroughly enjoy watching the athletic side of it. Don't get me wrong; I'm not one of those guys that are like, "Oh, they need to put all the clothes on these women, and they need to be legitimate wrestlers." No, look, I like them half naked. Don't get me. I'm I'm a I'm a man. Damn it, I like it. I'm down with it. But I, I enjoy it and. I think we talked way too much about wrestling. Now I'm starting to become uncomfortable about like <laughs> going to know my dirty little secret. I know you reveal all kinds of anything else you want to reveal to Galpal Nation. I mean, I've already gotten you so warmed up, you know, like, and share. I will. I will talk about anything. You ask me, look, this is going to be a 60 minute confessional. I'm okay with it. Just ask away. I'll, I'll tell you about the time. I won't even mention names. I let a drunk MLB player drive my car. Oh, no, now you have to tell that story. You don't have to mention names, but I want the story. So we went to a Michigan game. He was a Michigan fan. I can't mention names because, you know, he's... No, no, don't mention names. Don't mention names. It, 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 we're, we're getting out to the car, and he's like, let me drive my car. I'm like, dude, you're wasted. I'm not a huge drinker. I, I'll get my drink on, but when I'm with a group of people and they're heavily drinking, I'll dial it back because I have to be the responsible one. So we're getting my car. He's like, come on, let me drive your car. I'm like, dude, you're, you're intoxicated. He's like... I make $13 million a year. If I wreck your car, I'll buy you a better one. And I handed him the keys. <gasps> That's so stupid. Why would you do that? I didn't get in it. But you let him get in it. I did. I did. Look, there's going to be a lot of backlash. And it's not like we were on crowded streets or nothing. We were... <laughs> All right. This might sound even worse. But we were like in a parking lot with it, we were the last ones out, so it's not crowded. There's not people. I didn't let him take it on the highway, but he wanted to do some donuts. All right. Well, you know what? Okay, that's it, a little it, better. It, it, it yes, and he wanted to do some donuts, and he may or may not have wanted to do a lawn job on the golf course that we parked next to. What is a lawn job? That's where you spin out and mess up the grass. That's not cool. Not at all. <laughs> did you do it? I didn't. He did. Oh, my jeez. <laughs> uh, my hands are clean in this situation. There is something called an, being an accessory to a crime. I turn my back. <laughs> Pre- didn't but, see anything. But it's the intent to d- cause harm. Kind of like intent to cheat like the Patriots. You know? Like intent to cheat. That's that's the problem. It's not the fact that they actually cheated or did cheat or if it affected the game. Because it didn't. But it's the intent that they willingly knew that they were doing something to try to get a better advantage. That I And I, I 100% agree. And there's also this thing called the gray area where it's not yet covered. But sometimes if you play within the gray area, you win. And then people call it cheating. I don't know. Uh, you know, I know he was intoxicated. There was no other people around but me and our party. And uh, he told me if he messed my car up, he'd buy me a new one. Well, I think that's a again. It sounds like are you a gambling kind of guy? I mean, is that kind of like your thing? Where because that's a gamble. You took a gamble on the fact that he would mess up you. I think honestly, it, I'd, I'd hope he messed up my car so I get a new one. I did. I hoped it did not happen. Uh, he didn't pay for the car wash. I will say that that cheap son of a. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
Uh, I, look, you know, I played the odds. The chances were pretty good that I could have gotten a nicer car out of the deal. It didn't quite happen. Uh, you know, if and I'll say this: if if we were on the street and he wanted to drive to Applebee's or TGI Fridays, I wouldn't have let him. I mean, common sense says no. But we were in a field next to a a golf course, and he wanted to do something stupid. Nah, you're a baseball player. Go for it. What's the worst thing that can happen? I I end up in a dead spin article with my name quoted. That's not that bad. I guess not, but yeah, kids don't try that at home. That that's one of those. Don't don't let the thirteen million dollar a year baseball player drive your car drunk, no matter how empty the parking lot is. Because that just because what if you flip the car and like crush his leg or something? Am I okay? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yes, you're fine. We'll make you certain. You know what? Then you know he he he's a risk taker. Oh my gosh. What if he slipped on ice leaving the stadium and broke his elbow? Very true. Very true. All right. Sure. Great area. See, you're just, you are a bad influence, Dennis. That is what you are. You are a bad influence. There are many ways we can go here with this podcast with that comment. (laughs) Uh, I'm taking G rated level. (laughs) Yeah, let's stick with that. So, Dennis, um, you know, if there's somebody in Galpa Nation like myself dealing with fantasy just issues and problems, at this point, what's the best course of action? Do you just like play through? Do you just try to like just regather and, and try your best to do some trades? Like like what what honestly is the best thing to do? Or you just like just grin and bear it? You know, I I'm a fan of people making their own decisions. That's one of the things that I try to preach to people is you know, when when someone calls into the show and asks me for advice, I, I give them what I would do. And then I ask them what they were going to do. What was what was their plan of action? Because sometimes their gut feeling is just as good, if not better, than mine. And I like people to be free thinkers. I know all these guys out there are like, Yo, listen to me, follow me, and, and, and I'll tell you what to do. But I want people to go do their own things and, and learn from mistakes. But if, if, if you're kind of in the thick, if you're a borderline playoff hunt and you have one superstar – and the rest of your team sucks, trade your superstar and try to get a a couple players in return that can give you just as much. Because you get one guy that scores 25 points a game, you could probably trade him for, you know, two guys that score 10 and maybe a guy that scores 15 or, you know, change the output a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, you know, just sometimes your fantasy team needs to be changed up. Waiver wires, you know, if you're in a 10-team league, your waiver wires is plentiful out there. So don't be worried. If you're in the 12 team league, it may not be as great, but there's always a guy in your league that's dumb. You can pick on them. You can get what you want out of them. There are guys that, let's say there's a guy that still lives in 2013 and loves Peyton Manning, even though we just got benched. You could probably throw Peyton Manning's name into a deal and someone goes, oh my God, I'm getting Peyton Manning. And that might be enough to push the trade through. Wow. Yeah. Don't, don't be that person. Don't, don't. Why not? No, 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 no. You should be on your side, like like doing the trade. Don't accept that trade. Don't, don't accept. Yeah, don't, don't accept it. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Peyton Manning. No, because he's probably going to be a coach somewhere, somewhere next year. That's sad. Is it though? It's time. No. Well, here. Let me let me put it to you like this. I'm a Patriots guy, and and Peyton Manning has been. Uh, our our main rival, you know, Brady, Peyton, you know, he, they've knocked us out of the, the playoffs so many times. Never once did I hate Peyton Manning. I always thought he was an amazing quarterback. I always thought 
he was talent more talented than Tom Brady. I'll, I, you know, but to see somebody that you know what, what's he been in the league 12, 13, 14 years go out like this is heartbreaking. I always wanted to see Peyton Manning go out on top, and and for for me to see a guy that has been on top and has been so dominant to be this guy, it, it's heartbreaking for me. Um, it's heartbreaking, but it also goes back to common sense. Like sometimes these guys, for whatever reason, just can't let it go. And at this point, what else does he have to prove? I mean, here's the thing, you know, he's got a Super Bowl ring. He has like all these records, you know, he should have retired last year. It it should, he should have ended it last year and he didn't. And now his legacy, I think is tarnished. I think that it's just because whenever you think about him, you're going to think about the down, the decline. It's kind of like when Michael Jordan, you know, tried to be on the Wizards. It just didn't work. You know, he was never going to be the same Michael Jordan. It's it's the same thing here. It's like Kobe right now with the Lakers. It's like at some point you got to hang up the cleats and the the tennis shoes and go, okay, I'm done. And I and I guess it's hard, but you know, that's just a lesson in life. I disagree with you. I think his legacy was tarnished before that. Sure, he got his ring, but what was the big knock on Pete Manning through his whole career? He couldn't win the big one. And that, that never quite disappeared because he's still, after he got that ring, and by the way, he didn't get that, that ring because of him. They got it despite him. He was horrible in that Super Bowl. It was rainy. It sucked. And that defense won them that Super Bowl. So it's not Peyton Manning won the Colts the Super Bowl. It was a, a team effort despite Peyton Manning. So I think you could still make that argument that, you know, he didn't quite win the big one. Uh, so that, that legacy, it, to me at least, is still there. I just would love to have seen him go, go out and maybe not win the Super Bowl, but go out on top looking great. And, you know, that, that darn neck injury, you know, people didn't think he was going to come back and play. And, and he came back and he was dominant. He was he was good up until the final four games of last season. You, you know, it, it's the same Peyton Manning we saw at the last four games. But I, I just wanted to see him, you know, go out as the Peyton Manning we know, not Eli Manning. Well, yeah, and I get it. I mean, it's kind of like if you look at, like, um, the closest player I can think of right now, not obviously the same caliber, but when Ray, um, you know, when Ray Lewis decided to retire and they managed to win that last, they did that last run of that last Super Bowl and we're all seeing him do his weird dance and you forget, oh, yeah, he probably murdered somebody, you know, and, and you do because he went on top. You know, he left on top. So that's what I think of when I think of him. I think, okay, he did it right. And then Jerome Bettis. You know, there's a lot of these guys, Michael Strahan, you know, there's a lot of these guys that are great players and great and dominant in their position. And they left on top. You know, Brian Westbrook, as much as I love him, you know, I feel like he left when he needed to. So I just feel like Peyton should have left last year. Last year should have been his last year. And then I don't I don't think we would be having these conversations and his legacy would still be intact. And the other thing is, is that it's also similar to um, I still doubt Cincinnati a lot. I know that I've had many Bengals fans tweet me mean, mean things because I keep saying it. But like at some point... The real Andy Dalton is going to come out, guys. It's it's bound to happen, or Marvin Lewis is going to call some stupid cockamamie play and cost you guys a playoff game. It's going to happen. And if it doesn't, I would love to be wrong because I love their fans and I love their team, and, I, and they, they really are the most complete NFL team right now. But I don't buy it. So I keep waiting for that shoe to drop. So it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I guess I'm saying is for football for me, I just don't believe anything that's going to happen until it does because it's so rare to see something that perfect all the time. And so when you have it, enjoy it while you got it. You know what? Uh, I like what you said about Andy Dalton. I'm not sure if we we will see it or not, but, you know, one quarterback that, that catfished us this year was Matt Ryan. Oh, my God, yeah. The first few games he looked it's like – a fantastic. 
fantastic. He looked like ridiculous, and I stupidly drafted him in like two leagues, and he's worthless now, Dennis. He's worthless. Hey, he catfished us. Yes, I, he did. You know what? We thought, oh my god, I'm on the internet talking to this super hot, you know, model from Brazil, and then you know, you finally get the meter by week seven. It's like. She's got nine kids and lives in Oklahoma. And no offense if you live in Oklahoma with your nine kids, but you know, a trailer that one of the wheels is broken and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta chalk that one up to a bad decision. Yeah, don't don't mentite yourself with fantasy points, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was so I shouldn't pick on him, that poor guy. That poor, poor guy. He's already on the chargers. That's punishment enough. That is punishment enough. But at least his girlfriend. Oh, oh poor guy. <laughs> Dennis, if Galpon Nation wants to um, spend time with you on Twitter or they want to well, listen to your show, this. you don't want them to? What? No, I'm not sure why after this one. <laughs> no, I've got to tell you, you know, again, I love my listeners because they really do follow our guest and they, you know, enjoy and they learn. And then I usually get um, emails saying I flirted too much. I mean, I can't help myself, guys. This is the I way I do- flirted this episode. I don't think so either. Again, it's one of those things where, look, a girl talking about sports, I can't help it if men like that. OK, you know, there are a lot of us who talk about there are a lot of women who love sports and I can't help it if, you know, you think that's flirting it's not it's just me talking about sports if i this is how i would talk to my buddies at the sports bar this is this is what we talk about and i usually try to call them out on their shit and i think it's great that you know we've got guys like you that are perfectly saying you know what i don't care that she's a girl let's does she know her stuff great let's have her on and you did it was fantastic so thank you and you'll come back on and i think part of the reason why we didn't flirt this episode was honestly you saw my twitter picture you're like oh he's cute and then i sent you the real picture of me and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> it, and, and from there, it was just a, you know what? Let's just make it through the next 50 minutes. And when <laughs> uh, I wash my hands of this guy, and then, you know, next time I need some suppress, I'll go on his radio show. But <laughs> changed my number. We're not going to be Facebook friends. And Aww. I blocked Twitter from you. <laughs> Dennis, no, poor Dennis. That's not true. Nobody <laughs> likes me. Okay, stop it, Eeyore. <laughs> Did you lose your tail? Stop it. Yes. <laughs> you need to find like a tigger. You need a tigger in your life to kind of bounce around and go, come on, let's be happy. I'm super happy because like in like 10 minutes or so, UVA tips off against George Washington. So I'm super excited. And thank you so much for being Dennis, by the way, guys, if you ever need a guest on your podcast, he's fantastic because he's really easy to work with. So Dennis, um, if Galpa Nation wants to follow you on Twitter, where should they go? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dennis Seven Seven Farrell F A R R E L L. Do you know what that second L stands for? I would love to know what the second L stands for. Love. Ah. What does yeah. the first L stand for? Loser. <laughs> That's not true. You're an England Patriot fan, You're not a loser. Lefty, because I'm left-handed. I'm a lefty. Oh my gosh! See, this is why we're. So- oh my god! That's this makes all sense now. Why we get along so well? I'm left-handed because the right-handed people have oppressed us. Ah, screw them. Yes, and their damn spiral notebooks oh, and God. scissors. Scissors you, are a bitch. You know how many times growing up in elementary school, like I'd get done writing something and the whole side of my hand is dark? Dark, yes. Oh, yes. God, that's people don't know the, you know, look, left-handed prop, the plight is real, people. You it know? is. 
it's it's a problem and it needs to be dealt with. I know there's a lot of issues in this world, but being left-handed is one of those forgotten issues that somebody needs to stand up for us and 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 bring us out of oppression cuz we have problems too, guys. We do. The the just right-handed people, just once flip the spiral notebook the other way and you try writing in it and you see how you like it. Yeah, you know what? And then you'll never make fun of us again. I don't use spiral notebooks now when I need to take notes. No, I use like a legal pad because there's no boundaries. The legal pad is, is where it's at for lefties. Oh, nice. Yeah. I I hire people to take dictation for me. Wow. That I, really, that, that just really was sounding big time or it didn't happen. It, it, that's, that's fake. That's why you get to carry around the big championship belt, isn't it? Because you have someone that will do dictation for you. It's not the size of the championship belt that matters, okay? It's just how you look in the picture when you show it off after you win your leagues. There you go. Well, hopefully I will be able to say I'm a champion this year. And again, Dennis, thank you for coming on. Um, you can listen to him again. Um, it's what, fantasysidelineshow.net? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm actually updating it for the first time in like 13 weeks. So it's great, you know. If you <laughs> want to know what I thought, you might want to rush over there, but it'll be updated by then. But, uh, yeah, I'm updated it now. Uh, you go over there. You can hear everything that has to do with uh, me. Or follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, we can be best friends. Yeah, exactly, because he's my best friend now. Yay! Hey! Yay, exactly. And again, all the links to Dennis will be on my show notes at sportsgalpal.com and blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal. And again, you can listen to this episode on iTunes. Subscribe, review, you know, do all those things, Galpa Nation. I need you. Anyway, Dennis, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad that you had me on, and hopefully... That uh, your your fans didn't find me untarable and uh, hope to have me on soon. Yeah, and definitely um, for baseball because it will be coming up very soon. It's 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 not that long ago that baseball will come back. Yeah, it's only been what a week since it's been over. I know, I miss it already. Sad. It is sad. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast, and be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.